0: Oh, yes, it is post-game podcast time. Jerry is out today. Eddie Scazzeri joins me. Hello, Eddie. Hello,
1: podcast people.
0: Oh, yeah. So I was reading this morning on, I think it was both, I think NJ.com and the Asbury Park Press both had this story that on early Sunday morning, so really Saturday, late late night, early Sunday morning, Mm -hmm. 3 o'clock-ish, 3 a.m.-ish, someone in Spring Lake, where I was, that's where Gina lives, was hit by a train. Wow. And I got to tell you, I'm going to say over the past year and a half, that's the third one I've read about in Spring Lake. Hmm. That's got to be suicides, right?
1: I would guess.
0: Like, no one's accidentally walking on the tracks at 3 a.m. and not hearing a train coming.
1: Unless you are totally inebriated, perhaps.
0: That's a possibility. It's just weird. There's nothing over there. There's, like, nothing near the... I walk my dog near the tracks there sometimes just cuz it's somewhere to go. And I got to tell you, and I was just there this weekend, I was walking the dog by the tracks. Probably Sunday afternoon actually. I in my head as I'm walking around, I'm always thinking like, what if I found a body part? Yeah. Like th- that's how many people have been hit by trains in this area.
1: And is it the station near that château? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Like right across the street, right?
0: Yeah. But I don't know, like, they always say, anytime I see that somebody was hit by a train there, it's always, like, north of the station, south of the station. Mm-hmm. So so it's not even, like, right, it's not by the train station. It's just on the tracks. Mm. Well, that's got to be a wild way to go. Yeah. You know, run and, over and, by and a train. I,
1: I also, I, I'm i with you. I, I would think of at least half of them are, are suicide.
0: Yeah. That's a rough suicide.
1: Yeah. I would pick a different way. Yeah, that's
0: a very violent, like, how do they even clean that up? Like there's no way you could get everything. Mm, like there no. could be people bones over there where I'm yeah, walking my dog. Yeah, for sure. My dog <laughs> she, eats everything.
1: She might find one.
0: Yes. I'm very nervous about that. It's so weird. Like first of all, train tracks are just kind of spooky as mm-hmm. they are because yes. it's a lot of times in this area of of land where there's nothing else around. Mm-hmm. There's lots of weird trash thrown around. Yeah. Oh, they're creepy. Just hearing those trains go by. What's weird is like they said that was the last train of the night. Because I know the last train leaves New York at like Mm 1.30. So that would make sense then for it to have been way down there that late.
1: I guess, yeah.
0: Because that that seemed weird. That seemed like a a late, It was 2.42 a.m. I think it was hit.
1: And it doesn't, that's near the end of the line or does it go way down?
0: It goes down to, I'm not sure how far that one goes down, Bayhead, I guess. I'm not even sure how far away that is, but just weird, just the the whole train track thing, creepy. Yes, disgusting things thrown about near train tracks. People getting run over. Not that I wanted to bum you out on this. Well, yeah, post game podcast. Good start. It is a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another observation I had over the weekend. Are you do you go to diners uh, every now and then?
1: Very rarely. Yeah. Uh gosh, I would. You know, since I've lived in Jersey. Yeah. Probably less than 10 times. Really? And I've been there since 91. Damn!
0: Gina and I end up at this one diner every now and then. And we were there this weekend. And then even when I was in Mattawan, we would go to the one diner. So Mm -hmm. I do go to diners. Uh, There's something about the diner waitress that looks like these are women who've had some life experiences. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I I would agree.
0: So what really threw me off is on Sunday when we went to the diner for lunch, the waitress was a young, cute, like, 18, 19-year-old girl Mm -hmm. with no tattoos. And it was so weird. I said to Gina, go, how'd this girl get mixed up as a diner waitress?
1: Right. Will she be here in 30 years?
0: Yeah, because it's mainly, like, it seems like people who are down on their luck, women in particular... Uh, they've got a story to tell and the wrinkles on their faces, the tattoos on their bodies. Mm-hmm. And then it also got me thinking, first of all, I think one, a great experience for this girl that she's going to learn some life lessons. Yes. You know what I mean? She's going to learn some things from some of these older lady waitresses. But I also wondered why do those women end up in diners?
1: Yeah, I... I don't have a good answer for you. Yeah. But uh, you, it's even like become sort of a, a stereotype that you will see depicted in, in television shows and right and movies. That same type of, of diner waitress.
0: It's normally either an older woman mm-hmm. who's been through, th- through some things or a younger woman who's tatted up mm-hmm. and the tattoos are telling some sort of story.
1: And maybe has a kid at home.
0: Something. But I I wonder why, like, they're no more qualified to work at a diner as uh, a non-diner restaurant. So why are they mainly in diners?
1: Maybe, I don't know, maybe there's some, although you wouldn't think so anymore with people struggling to find help, but maybe there's some standard that other places might have. I don't know.
0: I always thought I was going to be a waiter, which seems like a difficult job. Yes. Like, the ideal is to go to a place that where the bill is higher. Mm-hmm. If people tend to tip, say twenty percent, mm-hmm. like this girl ran all around for Gina and I. I think our I think our dinner I think our lunch was like a, a total of thirty dollars. Yeah, this girl, that you know twenty percent of thirty dollars is six bucks.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Where if I went to somewhere, you go to a steakhouse.
1: Yeah, forget it. it's a hundred and ninety dollars minimum.
0: <laughs> right, and people are ordering wine mm-hmm. and alcohol.
1: Right, you go to you go out with Boomer. He always takes care of the service. Right, always. Yeah, very well.
0: And I thought, okay, well, maybe those restaurants get the 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 pick of the top waiters and waitresses. Right, somebody who's got the most experience. But I've been to nicer restaurants where it didn't seem like right the wait staff was super experienced. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, they're, they're still getting 20% of whatever this bill is. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard it is to bring this stuff to the table, no matter how much of a pain in the ass somebody might be.
1: And uh, one of my favorite places in uh, Metuchen, Cevile uh, Cucina, um, before the pandemic, they would have on busy nights, they would have like three or four extra staffers besides the maitre d uh they would have uh you know the water guy this guy like you know 3 or 4 and after pandemic it was the maitre d and the one of the owners doing all the service really and they and i just recently went back there and that was the first time since the pandemic that i saw that they actually had uh another wait staff with them. Yeah. But I know a lot of places are struggling to find people.
0: Yeah. I can't figure out why.
1: Yeah. I, I'm not really sure either.
0: Like during the pandemic, you heard people go, oh, well, we're paying people not to work. So that's why people are, but we're, we're beyond that now.
1: Yeah. So
0: wait, why are people not?
1: Maybe that most of the people who fill those spots are younger people who maybe. Because of their parents or whatever don't need to work and don't want to work. I, I don't really have an answer.
0: Yeah, I don't get I don't understand why after the pandemic things changed like that. Yeah. But every so many places are looking for help. Yes. I'm trying to think where I would go to work if I was like a college kid. Like where would I want what type of work would I want to do? I don't think I'd be good at being
1: a waiter. Right. Or a lifeguard.
0: Or a lifeguard. Although, I did hear from... I, I, I think I probably told Jerry this, so I have a friend that I see walking his dog around town. Mm-hmm. So I chat with him when I see him. And he was so like, he goes, oh, you guys are going to DJs in Belmar. I said, yeah. He goes, yeah, this girl I know, she, she said she was going to work that day because she could make $1,200 in tips. Wow.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
0: I'm sure that's a... Sp- you know, that's an all-day thing, Memorial Day weekend. Sure, but, sure. And busting your ass the whole time, but that's a lot of money and cash to it is. to be taken home.
1: Yeah. It's a nice Memorial Day.
0: It is a nice... Right. She didn't want to work it because she wanted to be off on Memorial Day weekend, but also hard to turn down. Yeah, it is. 1200 bucks. Right. Man, that must be cool. Like, if you live in a resort town, that's a year-round resort town, mm-hmm. like... Sp- Places in Florida, sure. You must make a decent living being a yeah I would, bartender, I would. waitress,
1: waiter. Yeah, uh, right. Not a not a seasonal, short town.
0: Yeah, like the short towns by us. Like a lot of the year, it's there's nothing going
1: on. Yeah, it's basically what three months: June, July, August.
0: Yeah, June, July, August, maybe September. I'll give you four months. A little bit of uh, okay. May, a little bit of September. September, the four months. Uh, eight months of nothing
1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may
0: apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I started following a um, African gray parrot on Instagram. Okay. Called Apollo. And I guess it's popular. It, m- it came up on my feed as like, hey, a suggestion you may like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me see. And it got me all back into it. Remember when I wanted to get an African yes. gray parrot? Yes. They're really amazing. But this one... Uh, the the family that owns this parrot and that d- puts up all his videos, they're very into having the pr- parrot identify types of material. So they'll hold different items up and say, what's this made of? And then the parrot hits it with its beak and will say, metal, glass. Really? Yeah. And then they try to also get it like, "What? what color is it? What is it? What's it made of? What color is it? Those are the things. But what I like about them is they don't just post the videos when the parrot gets everything correct.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Which is funny. Like I was dying laughing at one. This parrot kept hitting his beak on this metal speaker, and he kept hitting it and going. And the parrot kept going, "Is this a book?" I was <laughs> not, like, I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. They're like, "No, that's not a book. That's that is uh, a." He's like. What's it made of? And He said it going, paper. goes, no, it's made of metal. Can you say metal? And then I don't know whether the parrot's like, does that parrot know what metal is, what glass is, what paper is, or is it just trying to associate um, the object with a word? Like, does it know by feel that that's metal, or is it only guessing it's metal Of the words that it knows of what something could be made of. Well,
1: I would guess it can tell the difference just by the feel. But then again, is that it being associated with, it's probably just picking a word and hoping he's right. (laughs) That's what I think (laughs) he's doing. he probably doesn't care if he's right, (laughs) to be honest with you.
0: Well, they started by saying, do you want to earn a snack? And they only give him the snack if he's correct. Oh, okay. But what's funny is every once in a while, the parrot will just go, I'd like to earn a snack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So then they go, And not have to work.
0: (laughs) No, but then, no, he says, I'd like to earn a snack. And then they go, okay, then they look for things. And, like, this family goes all around to, like, Goodwill stores and things, cheaper stores to buy Mm -hmm. various items to practice with the parrot, feeling things. But man that one where he just kept going is this is this a book and it was just like hitting this metal speaker it was so hilarious.
1: And are they in the states or are they Yeah, in they're England?
0: in they're in Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually was just looking at it today. They're in uh, like the Tampa St. Pete area. Mm-hmm. But I really got me thinking again about about those African gray parrots, but I think you got to spend a lot of time with them.
1: Yes. Well, you you have some time.
0: I do, but I wonder like even for a like you could leave a dog for i leave my dog from like nine hours Mm -hmm. nine to ten hours i don't know you could leave like a bird that long yeah i don't know who it needs to be stimulated with attention
1: unless the the bird would then talk to whimsy
0: right that's what i was wondering if i got an african gray parrot would they keep each other company
1: yeah well if whimsy didn't try to eat it
0: yeah i don't think she would Mm. I, i think she's past that that part of like um that that prey
1: drive, okay. Like when squirrels run across your path, doesn't react too much?
0: No, it has to be like right in front of her for her to be interested. She used to like if it was down the road, she would, you know, want to be all in on this. Mm-hmm. That really about a year and a half, a year into having her, she lost that interest or that that prey drive. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I wonder. Like, would it? Would a? Would a? But would the dog keep the bird interested? I could see the bird annoying the dog and talking nonstop. Mm. But would the a dog just lay The dogs just lay there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I would guess, I don't know this, but I would guess that the dogs are a little smarter, at least in the human sense or in human communication. They're a little smarter. But I, I don't know that. Yeah. Because they can't obviously mimic sounds like a bird can. Yeah. Or some birds.
0: But that's all the bird's doing, probably. Yeah. Is mimicking. Yes, correct. Not learning what the words mean. Right. Even though we think the
1: bird knows what the words mean. But dogs do know what words mean. Yeah, dogs do know. And they can have a pretty extensive vocabulary.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my dog doesn't have an extensive vocabulary as far as like. She
1: still probably knows at least 20 words, I bet.
0: Yeah, they mainly have to do with food, right?
1: Not all the time, like walk. Walk. They know that, walk or walkies.
0: Walking out, she knows as both the same thing. Yes. She also knows Alexa as out because I turn off the Alexa <laughs> before I bring so her that's out. that's a trigger. That's a trigger. When I say Alexa, stop, she gets up
1: and, and is she, like, let's go. And she knows, uh, you know, uh, she knows Gina's name, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, She might. Yeah.
1: She, yeah. She might know toy or ball. Yeah. Depending.
0: Yeah. I don't know what else she knows. Uh, Upstairs. Mm
1: -hmm. She knows. Bedtime. I know my dogs know that.
0: Yeah. She does not know bedtime. That's a good
1: one though. Mm -hmm. You know, sit, stay, rest, that whole, you know.
0: I do keep trying to get her to, uh, I give her these bully sticks, which she loves. Mm -hmm. Those things are expensive, by the way. Yeah, And she's like obsessed with these things. And I keep them on top of the fridge so she will whine to me walk over when i'm near the fridge and she'll do like she'll nod and motion her eyes up like mm-hmm. top of the fridge here fella yeah so and i'm trying to make her do it more so that she is more demonstra- demonstrative with it cuz i think it's cool
1: and, and uh i don't know if i was talking to you about it like they compare like um wolves with domesticated dogs and how the even from a very young age the dog will follow a human point and look to where the human is pointed where a wolf will not because they've been living with us for so many thousands of years
0: but how does it get how does that get transferred to a baby dog
1: i i think it's just part of the way their brain is wired through evolution that they're more in tune that they they can tell like facial expressions tone of voice that whole thing that they're just more in tune with humans than like uh, a wild dog like a wolf or a coyote or fox would be
0: and then why are some dogs more sensitive than other dogs to things
1: i just think it's like people people differences in people differences in dogs you know people are more sensitive to this or that i think dogs are very similar to
0: that. Yeah. Like my dog's not sensitive to any sort of like noises or anything like that, but she does not want to talk. She does not like when people stop to talk to me. Mhm. She will turn her body the complete opposite
1: way. See, my dogs are all about that. They love that.
0: Yeah, see they they like people. Yes. Yeah, my dog much. does not like people.
1: Yeah, most dogs do are very social, but you know, you get your outliers maybe her upbringing as a race animal was something to do with it I, I don't yeah know. you know she wasn't socialized as a pup like maybe um most other dogs are because she was trained to race right so that could have a lot to do with it I, I would imagine it does yeah because she's not alone in her aloofness as a greyhound
0: I right mean, but a lot of them do love y- people
1: yes they yeah but not all
0: yeah, not all.
1: I'm sure but, there are some that have are still what we would call squirrely.
0: Yeah. She loves other dogs, and she'll tolerate you petting her if you have a dog with mm-hmm. you. Then she's up for it. But then every once in a weird while, she will randomly, when I'm walking her, go up to somebody like a guy. Well, She will just randomly go up to a guy and let a guy pet her.
1: It might be some sort of a memory Or something from her upbringing who Yeah. knows Or maybe it's a scent they're giving off Yeah That she picks up on I don't know
0: Yeah very weird Like my family family will come over She's wants nothing to do with them But like the guy who installed my bath fitter She was all interested mm-hmm. in She was upstairs with him While he was putting the bath fitter in Hanging out with him mm-hmm. She likes drywall Mike She does Yeah
1: My, my dogs like drywall Mike. They like everybody <laughs>
0: But Drywall Mike has a very calm demeanor, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yes. And he was just over the house the other day, finishing up some stuff.
0: Drywall Mike is a guy that I met in uh, Acme when I was living in Matawan. Mm-hmm. He was a listener to the show, and he saw me in the Acme, and we started talking, and he said he was uh, he did drywall and then other construction stuff. I was like, oh, man, I, I, would, I will need that at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's done stuff for Gina. He's done stuff for you. Yeah. He's done stuff for other people in the mix. He's a good... It's very hard to find a trustworthy construction yes. guy. Yes. And then when you do, perfect. Because he, then he sets up like, you go, I need a plumber. Let me t- ask Drywall Mike. Tony. Tony the plumber. <laughs> right. So now Gina has Tony the plumber. Yeah. And
1: Carmine the electrician.
0: Carmine the electrician. Right. Because you know he trusts them. Yes. Yes. It, that's so great when you could get into that.
1: And he is the a painter that I, God, I'm i blanking on her name, but he's a, a painter we use. For, yeah. I recommend it from him.
0: Yeah. Now I got my friend Paul of the Al's Boring Podcast. Mm-hmm. He just bought a townhouse. And he's like, do you know anybody who, like, Drywall Mike, and he got him a painter. <laughs> I think he got that painter for yes. him. To, uh, Beth, to Beth, Beth I don't maybe. know. I don't know her name. Oh. He just said it was a female painter. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Then you got those guys. It's perfect. You get a nice little, and then they all help each other out, right?
1: Yeah, and yeah. Because Carmen came over to finish some stuff, uh, and that was more our fault for the delay because we just we didn't get the fixtures, whatever. And then, uh, and then a week later, uh, Mike came over and and finished up some stuff.
0: Right. So we get drywall, Mike. We go. I need a plumber. He's got a guy. Yeah. Now this plumber is out somewhere. Has to cut into a wall to get to a pipe. He goes, I know a drywall guy, yeah. drywall Mike. Right. And they r- recommend each other. Sure. Yeah. That's the best. When you get, so when you can find a construction guy to do construction stuff in your house and a mechanic that you trust, mm-hmm. those are your two people. Yep. Because then they all know the specialists if you have to deal with.
1: And I know he's doing Gina's kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Coming up. And uh, he was saying that, I forget, like, you know, he said it would be okay to show Gina the pictures of our kitchen. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my little dog-watering station.
0: You have a dog-watering station? Yeah, I
1: showed you that, didn't I? I, I don't you. think so. Oh, okay. I'll have to show you pictures. I did
0: hear from Drywall Mike, you, you got some nice upgrades in your kitchen when you did your kitchen.
1: Yeah. and uh, But yeah, we had a little, this was my big, this is the only thing I wanted in the new kitchen, was like a little a built-in sort of sink. I didn't really know exactly how it was going to work, but I wanted something sort of built into the cabinet to where it would be a sink and the dogs could, I could just, there was a faucet right there, just easily fill it up instead of having a bowl that kept getting tipped over whatever.
0: So the bowl stays in place?
1: It's a sink. It's It's a food grade bar sink. That has a stopper that will actually, you know, stop and hold water, not slowly. So drink. you
0: fill that with water, yeah, for the dogs to and, drink and out. Mike
1: built it in very nicely into the cabinet. He has some extra piece of cabinet wood, and we bought some tile with little paw prints on it in the back.
0: <laughs> no, I did not see
1: this. Like uh, you didn't see that? No. Oh, I'll have to. I'll have to take a picture. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, and the dogs took to it, you know. And now it wouldn't look for, work for a small dog. It yeah. has to be a, like a. Me, at least a medium-sized you dog. you got all hater. those big dogs over it, there. Because, you know, it's about, I don't know, a foot off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little, and he said he's shown people and, like, people think that's really cool. Yeah,
0: that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, and it makes just easier in yeah. terms of the whole water bowl situation.
0: It's like when those people get that sink by the stove, that, that thing to, like, fill for oh, pasta. The filler. Yeah, the pot filler.
1: Right. That, to me, is, like... Useless. It, to me. Your thing nice. is useful. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like and and sometimes the two two of them drink side by side, and it holds a lot because it's very deep, so it'll hold a lot more water. We have to fill it less frequently, and it was a good idea. You got to
0: figure out a way to teach one of those dogs how to hit the thing to turn
1: the the water on. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, we don't need that.
0: You need an African gray parrot to turn yes, that water on yeah. for you. Uh, my shut dogs it off.
1: may be smart. They're not that smart. <laughs> water all over the place. Right, they turn it on, but not turn it off. Right. And then think it was fun.
0: Yeah. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Sure thing. I did that with CeeLo. You did. Uh, and Jerry will be back tomorrow. He will. Everyone in their normal spots for the rest of the week.
1: Uh, and probably f- until a couple of more weeks. And then God knows what. Right. From like right before the 4th of July till Labor Day. Who knows what chaos? The hell
0: gonna, yeah, chaos will ensue. But for mm-hmm. now, normal week. Indeed. See you.